Welcome to Life Begins at Motherhood. This is a weekly podcast about spiritually healthy alternatives to raising a family in a chic and approachable way. I'm your host, Janae Herring. The glory of motherhood comes camouflaged in so much chaos, but when we allow motherhood to define us, it's only then we can truly see the uniqueness, traits, talents, and God-given abilities that reflect our Heavenly Father. The goal of this podcast is to get back to believing that motherhood is a sacred place. If we let Him, God can do some of His best work in us during this season called Hashtag Mom Life. Our identity is not lost because we are raising others, but rather found. So grab a seat, let's talk faith, motherhood, health, self-care, and more as I share my motherhood experiences and truths with you. Hey guys, welcome back. I cannot believe how long it's been since I have recorded a podcast, but I do want to say thank you to everyone who has stuck around and waited for me to upload something new. I actually did a live Zoom call a few weeks ago and it really gave me the urge to want to record what I spoke about and turn it into a podcast. So I don't want to pretend to be educated enough on tonight's very timely topic. I can only share my testimony and how God brought me out. And so I want to share tools that I've learned I'm actually in school to be a biblical counselor. The decision to pursue this path came when I decided to get up and walk out of the darkest season of my life. I knew I was free. I knew my life purpose. I knew I needed to help others. So here we go. Knowing whose you are is the greatest possession we could have in our toolbox to overcome life's disappointments. Knowing what you are called to be for the kingdom of God will define you. God does so many things beautifully, but you know what is so precious to me that took much too long to realize? That God created us unique individuals. That's right. You don't have to be like everyone else. Throw out your goals and dreams that are self-driven pray the imposter syndrome off and seek God. See who he wants you to be, then be free in that and get to work. Ever since apostolic times, counseling has occurred in the church. The New Testament actually commands believers to admonish one another. Romans fifteen fourteen encourage one another. Hebrews three thirteen comfort one another with these words. 1 Thessalonians 4.18 Encourage one another and build up one another. Paul wrote, We who are strong ought to bear the weaknesses of those without strength and not just please ourselves. Romans 15.1 I'll just throw this out here real quick about Paul. He talked to himself. He said, I think myself happy. And as most of you know, uh, Josh 
excuse me, actually has an incredible message. It's called Secrets About Strongholds and also The Antidote for Anxiety. But let's get back. Christians have been conditioned as of recent to believe it's best to leave this up to the trained experts. It has left many feeling that God's word is incomplete, insufficient, unsophisticated, and unable to offer help for people's deepest emotional and spiritual problems. It has directed Christians seeking spiritual help away from their pastors and fellow believers. In short, it has diminished the church's confidence in scripture, prayer, fellowship, and preaching as means through which the Spirit of God works to change lives. But we must remember that Scripture is superior to human wisdom. First Chronicles 3.19 I want everyone to write this down and do it, if you feel to. Try to find three to five people that you feel a burden for. Because women that pray for each other can survive anything. Women who intercede for each other will move armies that will win kingdoms and wars. Ephesians 6.12 For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickednesses in high places. Proverbs 23.7 For as he thinks in his heart, so is he. Where your thoughts go, your life goes. Where your heart goes, your life follows. Proverbs 4.23 Guard your heart above all else, for it determines the course of your life. I want to share a little of my story. I was pregnant with my fourth and feeling so low and very sick. Once again, my body was rejecting a pregnancy and Jesus wasn't healing me. I had already gone through this before, and for the sake of time, I had hyperemesis gravidarum for a second pregnancy, and I just immediately began to spiral down. The only way I can describe it is imagine being in a church or a building with a long hallway, and you know, churches can sometimes be a little scary at night. And you just want to run down that dark hallway as fast as you can and make it to the light. So imagine standing at the door where there was light. But instead of staying, you know, in the lighted area or trying to walk through and continue to the light, I began to walk towards the darkness. Further and further, the light became so dim And one night, I just realized, Janae, get up. Get up. Start putting in the work, okay? Why is no one really talking about this beyond social media platforms? Posts don't count. I felt so alone for months. There's not enough messages like this to encourage us. I can think of just me personally... You know, of course, this is just my experience, but of one really brave woman who's constantly sharing her testimony, Sister Vonnie Marshall. 
We need more people like that to be real and raw and honest about the thoughts and the feelings. I was able to get up and walk back to the light, but we need more people sharing their testimony. What did I do? I picked up my Bible. I began to go through it and mark every scripture I could find about anxiety, depression, the low the lowness, you know, in life. And then I also began to look for the scriptures that spoke life to me. I decided to live and not quit. If you are in a dark place as you're listening to this, you can too. I chose to love my kids, my calling. I decided to smile again, to laugh and be affectionate. That's why I'm doing this, to help just one person who the enemy has convinced you're all alone in those feelings. 2 Corinthians 10.5 says, Casting down imaginations and every high thing that it exalted itself against the knowledge of God and bringing it into captivity, every thought to the obedience of Christ, we have to break the silence in the church. The enemy, the enemy, of course, is a liar. And immediately, when I was so far gone, began to say the words, you will never, and you will always. Of course, in those dark moments, I forgot the scriptures that say, lo, I am with you always. Even when you think it's the end, he's there. He said, I will never leave you or forsake you. Jesus says, I will give you joy and the world can't take it away. I will give you peace and the enemy can't take it away. The only way the enemy gets these is if we give them to him. God is giving us these things, but it's our job to keep them. Every single day, it's our job to take captive every wrong thought. You can't really begin to appreciate a relationship with God until life has knocked you down a few times. You can't really begin to appreciate God's mercy and grace until your heart's been broken. And you can't really begin to appreciate the joy of the Lord until you've known sadness, fear, depression, anxiety, grief. Once you've walked through the valley with the Creator, the high places that He sets you at, For his glory and his kingdom are that much sweeter. So I end with this. Instead of saying, Lord, I don't think I can do this or go through this. Try saying, Lord, I can't wait to see how you're going to get me through this. I really pray that me sharing a little bit of what I went through the last year. I pray it helped somebody. And... I know it's been almost a year that I've been able to record a podcast and although it was very easy to blame it on having a fourth baby and the busyness of adjusting to that, of course I try to blame it on post-COVID, the real reason was I was in one of the hardest, darkest trials of my life, but when I asked God in prayer, why, why me, Lord? You know, why, why again? Because um, I have dealt with postpartum depression before, and that's what I went through for a second time. In that, I found my purpose. And so I'm really excited to take you guys and kind of change the direction a little of this podcast more towards biblical counsel. And so again, Thank you so much for listening 
And if you enjoyed today's episode or tonight, whenever you're listening to it, don't forget to share, hit like, and subscribe. Thanks so much. Thank you.